Day, Finals Day, Community Days. Plenty of days in this week's Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Scarlet's Blues and Ospreys all still in the race for a Champions Cup place next season. It makes for a simple equation in the Ospreys game at Judgment Day for Blues coach John Mulderhill. It's just a must win for us. It's come down to our last chance and we want to definitely be in the Heineken Cup so have to win this week and then we'll have to go back and play playoff. Murtherbacks coach Gavin Dacey hopes finals day will be a great advert for the club rugby game in Wales. You know, we've talked about it being a showcase for club rugby and hopefully it will be that on Sunday. We've got two teams which have got some real good attacking threats you know, and so hopefully they'll put a show on on Sunday. I reckon Ewan Williams explains just what an appearance in finals day mean for a club like Brecon. Being one of the founding members of the WRU for years now they've been dreaming of an event like this just to you know really put Brecon on the map rugby wise. And we'll hear from all the clubs involved in finals day and four regions looking forward to judgment day. Of course there's plenty on both derbies but the equation for the Blues and the Ospreys is simple. The winners keep their hopes of Champions Cup rugby next season alive with a place in the playoff game. A chance to hear from Ospreys and Wales centre Owen Watkin about his return to the Principality Stadium and first, Blues coach John Mulverhill. Obviously we're really disappointed we didn't get good results, uh, Munster and Connaught, because if we had those two it would have been even easier because we could really relax and enjoy this week but you know we're going through the same process, we just know that it's just a must win for us, it's come down to... Uh, last chance and we want to definitely be in the Heineken Cup so have to win this week and then we'll have to go back and play playoff. Do you focus back on that Connell game in particular maybe or is it really just forgotten for now and just look forward? Oh this probably you can focus on the first three games where we dropped some points there and we just need to be better and there are areas against Connett where we just weren't desperate enough we didn't win those 50-50 balls on the ground and that's something that we'll we'll be really looking to pick up the crumbs this weekend because it's going to be a real physical game and you know we know they kick the, fair, the ball a fair bit and if we don't handle the ball in the air that's going to be ball on the ground and it's about us making sure we, we're there first. And if this game needed extra spice of course Gareth Anscombe's decision has added to it. Oh for sure. Players and coaches come and go and it's just uh, quite unreal that that's happening this week and that we're playing the Ospreys so it's, it's happened before and it'll happen again but there's no real extra significance in, in that because He's a true professional and he'll be going out in our colours to win a game for the Cardiff Blues. Dan Bigger, he controlled the game really nicely last year, but it's up to us with you know, with Jared and Gareth Anscombe to make sure we get ourselves in the right areas of the field and really finish off our season. We've played some really, really good rugby and we will make sure we showcase the best of us this week. If you win this one, then there's every chance of another Welsh derby. Uh, in the playoff, depending on how all the fixtures go in that yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. You, you'd, you'd think that the Scarlets will win and they'll get a bonus point, so it's going to come up to what happens with those other games. And I just think it's the, it shows the strength in the competition where we're getting down to the last week and there's still permutations through what the ladder's going to look like and, and what finals need to look like. So I think you know, it's going from strength to strength. This competition, it's only going to get better. So as you look back over the season, that, that start was unbelievably frustrating, which... Gave you a mountain to climb, and you haven't quite climbed it, but there's been, as you say, plenty of positives. There's a lot of positives. A lot of um, young talent has come through this year as well, and I think sometimes if things aren't difficult, you don't make those difficult decisions in giving young guys opportunities like the Reese Carries and, and Harry Millards to come through and, and step up to the next level. Yeah, we've looked through. There are some younger kids coming through from 16s and 18s, but we're looking to develop 
a lot of our players from 20, the group that is about 21 to 26 at the moment, a majority of our squad in there and we're giving them exposure. But with that exposure sometimes comes the risk of, of a Reese Carey, you know, eyes being turned somewhere else, you know. So we're not going to stop in giving young kids opportunities, but, you know, hopefully um, we'll just get more return from that in the long run. Yeah, it's first time back since the island game, so it's obviously a good feeling coming back here, yeah, knowing what we achieved last time being here. Is that something the players have been talking about this week in training? Um, I think, no, it's more about the club and what we can achieve and what's at stake for us really this weekend. It's a very simple equation, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty much for us. It's like a semi-final. If we win, we've got a final play on the 18th of May, so just really focusing on our on ourselves and what we think we need to do to beat the Blues this weekend. Been out of that competition this year, but if you can beat the Blues and the Scarlets, it's an all-Welsh uh, road to getting back into it. Yeah, like I said, it's... Whatever game we play now next, if we win this one, we'll have another derby hopefully against the Scarlets, which is it's exciting for a fan and obviously as a player, it's really exciting as well. We've got an opportunity to be in Europe next year. I don't think we're like reflecting on the past too much. I think obviously we had a few ups and downs this year, but the last say, three, four weeks we've had a good laugh for the boys. The game's been well, training's been going good, so we're just focusing on ourselves really and just focusing on what we can what we can do to beat the rules this weekend. In terms of the Ospreys, there's a few players coming back a little bit stronger than say a month or two ago. We've got a full squad back now and the boys have obviously been there because the sort of top dogs been injured have stepped as mark really well, but got a good group of boys in now. Whoever's injured, whoever steps in, is sort of like like player, so it's really really good there. For yourself, how do you reflect on this season? For me, it's been brilliant. I mean, I've sort of experienced things I never thought I'd do, and just the, the friends you met through through the achievements is brilliant. And hopefully, we'll end it with a win now with the Ospreys and just kick on ready for next season and then building for the World Cup. Hopefully, yeah, I hope there's a few more weeks, but then what a deep breath before the next stage. Yeah, fingers crossed. There's, um, there's a few more weeks left of the season because obviously, don't want to time off too soon, but yes, yeah, it's, it's down to us really. We, it's all in our hands and what we achieve on, on the weekend, really. And a pretty brutal summer, probably ahead of you. You'd have had a taste of that during the Six Nations, though. Yeah, Six Nations in autumn was five weeks that were really tough with conditioning and weights and so on, but yeah, the World Cup camp will, will be brutal and it's what you have to do to sort of be the best and achieve what, what you want to achieve, really. The other games are Dragons and the Scarlets, and the West Wales side still have a chance of automatic qualification for next season's Champions Cup or a playoff place. We'll hear from Ford's coach Ewan Cunningham and their challenges, but first, Dragons and Wales hooker Elliot D. First and foremost, we want to probably go to count of ourselves. We want to end the season on a high. It's been a tough year for us, the Dragons, but there again, it's been a tough year for every region. We never go into a game with a dying attitude, and, and we want to come down and we want to get a win against the Scarlets. There's been a lot going on Welsh rugby generally, as you suggest, but a, an awful lot going on in the Dragons on top of it. So, what's it been like for you, sort of keeping half an eye when you're not around, fully involved when you are around? It's tough uh, with all the stuff going on in the background. But at the end of the day, you've got a, a job to do, and that's to go out and train to the best of your ability and play to the best of your ability. You've got to sort of let let people who are, who are qualified to deal with that sort of stuff deal with it, and we've got to sort of stick to our own job on the field and try and perform as best as we can, really. And the irony is for yourself, you've had a, you've had a great season, lots of amazing things going on. Just describe what it's been like for you. Yeah, it's been... I've had to pinch myself, really. It's personally been a, a, an amazing year, obviously... Uh, being involved with the Grand Slam, I felt privileged to be involved with that. It was something that you dream about as a boy and it was just absolutely brilliant to be involved in. So yeah, it's been sort of up and down and sort of dealing with different emotions, but uh, since I've been back, the Dragons have been fully committed and trying to make the Dragons better and all the boys who've come back have tried to do the same and we're looking forward to the game at the weekend. Is this your first time back here since the Grand Slam? Uh, yeah, first time back. Hopefully that roof will be closed. It won't be uh, <laughs> raining like it was uh, in that last game. Yeah. 
and it's great being a starter of course everyone wants to start but if you are on the bench you finish the game you get that release of emotion with the final whistle goes don't you so it's got a compensation does it yeah definitely um, look I just wanted to play as much part as I could and um, if I was starting or coming off the bench I just wanted to sort of add to the team and hopefully I did that and no, I'm, I'm happy with the way the season went I'm working very closely with Ken Owen of course and this weekend will be very different what will that be like yeah it's always great to play against sort of the same position and mates and you can have a bit of banter afterwards uh, well e- either side of the result e- either way it goes but um, that'll be, be a tough battle against Ken uh, he's a great player done everything you can do in the game and uh, I've got a lot of respect for him but you've sort of got to forget about friendships for that 80 minutes and, and then you can have a pint together afterwards then and at the end of the game, do you sort of think, right, take stock of everything that's happened to you this year and a few weeks off to recharge and then ready to go again? Yeah, I haven't really had time to really sit down and, and reflect on and take everything in. As soon as you do something in rugby, you sort of you celebrate that for a short time, but you're, you're back in training on a Monday and you've got another job to focus on. So, yeah, it'll be nice to have some R&R at the, re- at the end of the season and maybe have a small reflect on what's happened, all the, all the great things happened this year, but... And it's uh, fully focused onto the onto the next challenge. Then. And if you've got a taste of it in the fallow weeks of the Six Nations, you're going to have uh, a couple of months of fairly brutal training. Well, fingers crossed. Uh, hopefully, um, that's what I'm aiming for. Yeah, we certainly got a taste of what hard work was. Certainly, the England and the and the Scotland weeks, the fallow weeks in the Six Nations. I think it was some sort of some of the toughest days trainings I've I've been involved in. But then it's brilliant. You know, you've sort of hurt and. You've dug deep and when you get to the latter stages of games, you know you've been to that place and it, it really comes out then. John Warren says you're going to be one of, if not the fittest side at the World Cup. Are you sort of thinking, my God, what training regime's that? <laughs> well, if we if we train like we did uh, in the Six Nations, uh, I think it'd be hard to run around us. It'd be hard to be fit around us. Looking forward to playing on the big stage in uh, one of the best stadiums in the world and we had a real good training day today and, and yesterday and the boys are excited to perform uh, in the Principality. You'll be overwhelming favourites. Does that give a, a different set of problems for you? In-house, we've been focusing on getting our job done and, and the process we need to do. Work on from the Zebra game as well. There was loads loads of stuff that we could improve on, which we've focused on the last week and a half, and uh, we're looking forward to putting it on the field on Saturday. Plenty of permutations for you. How much are you sort of keeping an eye on everything else? Yeah, as we all do, we'll, we'll keep an eye out and see what happens. But um, first and foremost, we have to hopefully get the completion of the job on Saturday, hopefully pick the bonus point up and puts us in a real strong position then to um, hopefully get fourth and if luck goes away we can finish third. And if results go in the way the sort of bookies would put them if you like then you will finish fourth, you'll have a, you know, an all Welsh playoff for that uh, Heineken Champions Cup place. Give an idea of where you are with all the injured players and how important that game would be for you. We're in a good place. A lot of players are coming back uh, to fitness and, and selection. Good players like Aaron Shingler, Blair Thompson have been training exceptionally well over the last four to six weeks and they are really close to making the 23, which is fantastic. If we end up playing that fourth place playoff for Champions Cup, then you know we could potentially put a team on, on the field, which we've been desperate to do all year. And it would make that quite a big game, an all-Welsh derby for a place in the Champions Cup, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, great for Welsh rugby, that game itself, people getting excited for it, um, whether it's the Blues or, or the Ospreys, it'd be a great game to be involved with and as a supporter to come and see it. So, um, yeah, but first and foremost, we have to get the job done Saturday. Last game of the season, regular season, at the stadium, does that make it easier to lift the players for? It does help. Definitely, you know, especially with, you know, we spoke about this morning that a lot of the players, their last memories of playing here was a grand slam. And they jump on that feeling and emotion 
you know, like John Davis and Andy Parks and you know Ken Owens and, and players that have played here, and uh, just drawing on that feeling, playing in front of a big crowd in a great stadium. listening to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. And now on to finals day and a chance to hear from all six clubs, starting with the bowl, where it'll be an all-Gwent derby. Abergavenny, coached by former Wales back rower Nathan Thomas and Oakdale. Simon Barber, team manager, Oakley Rugby. Starting off with the occasion here, how much is the club and the area looking forward to it? Massively, <laughs> absolutely massive, same as everyone. We're no different for a little village, we're, we're bringing down 10, 11 buses for the players. Well, they spoke about the first training session, so to, to get to their goal has been really, really impressive and really special. Has this been the target all season? It's been the target for a couple of seasons. We lost in a, a semi-final four seasons, five seasons ago, Cambria. It's been a little bit of a, a monkey off the back to get you and have the opportunity to get out on that patch out there and see where we can end up at three o'clock. And it is a Gwent derby, so presumably you know a bit more about each other than most of the sides here. Yeah, we've played each other twice this season, so it is one all. This is the decider to see where we go. We're sitting one and two in the league. It's good for Gwent, it's good for our league and it's good for the both clubs. Sitting one and two, when does that get decided? It's in our hands at the moment. We've both got five games left. We are five points clear. It could go down to the last game. Hopefully it doesn't, but um, that's the aim after this. All eyes are on Sunday, and then it's back to the league after that. So, What's been the key to this season? Defence. Defence of what the boys are out there. We're not the biggest side, but the art and desire they show not to lose. It is very, very nice to see the way they play. Yeah. When you're here at the stadium, you get a chance to have a look out there, have a look around the dressing rooms and so on. Is this going to be information you hand over at training to the players who aren't here? I'm not sure whether you can benefit or whether, when they walk up that stairs, whether that gives them more of an inspiration. Why take it off somebody else when, in a couple of days, a couple of sleeps, they get to experience it themselves? And yeah, it's not going to be a full house, but they're going to be walking out this tunnel, which they've all wanted to do. And a bit of support from either side is going to be nice. It's not a full house, but you've got a lot of people here, the lower levels. It can sound, maybe yeah. not like a full house, but it sounds pretty loud. Yeah, we've got a couple of noisy ones around the village, so <laughs> hopefully they'll, they'll have a quiet night Saturday and bring a singing voice. Nathan Thomas, player coach at the Abergavenny Rugby Club. So what's the mood in Abergavenny? Looking forward to this. There's excitement all throughout the town. The players are buzzing. Probably the biggest week in the history of the club. Everyone's sort of attitudes towards towards Sunday is reflecting that it's, it's a really good place to be at the moment. Have you targeted this this season? At the beginning of the season, we thought because we were at the top sort of tier of the play competition, we thought we'd be in with a shout with it. So there's something we discussed. We thought we'd try and target early doors, and we had some proper dog fights early doors. Like the the first game is Fairwater. We won after extra time. We've managed to play a lot of top teams since that as well, and we've had our battles through the way, but we've, we have targeted it as time has gone on, and here we are. What's been the key for Abergavenny this year in terms of getting here? I think the key for us is that we've just stayed in the fight in, in every game. We've won most of our cup ties within one score, and uh, we've had a, a young youth out at our fullback who's come off the bench and scored the winning kicks for us in several of those games. So we just somehow had a 
created some form of never say die attitude and uh, here we are. For yourself to be coaching in Abergavenny, how did that come about? Basically through my young boy there who's just hanging around at the moment. We took him to the mini rugby club there in the mini section. He's been playing there for the last three or four years. So I've got to know people and been speaking to the chairman over the last few years. And um, time sort of came right, the uh, coach left at Abergavenny and the time was sort of right for me. I wanted to get more into senior rugby coaching. Currently coaching in uh, Thunderbury College. So that's what I've been doing as a day job since I finished playing rugby. So the time was right and within a second year, myself and um, Simon as co-coaches. And uh, yeah, it, was a, it was a perfect opportunity for me. And, and I think Abergavenny as a town is a great place and it's almost a sleeping giant. They're probably positioned lower in the league where they need to be. It seemed like a real good challenge for me as a coach to go in there and uh, try and uh, have a go and change things. And how much is that top level experience as a player helping you now? Uh, the, the top level experience, there's always that sort of uh, knowledge in my memory and in, in, in the background. The participation leagues, which I'm coaching now, and, and, and elite level is slightly different. You've got different challenges when you turn up to a training session, like uh, sometimes getting numbers to training or working out what we're going to do off the cuff. So there's different challenges in that sense. But in terms of, of winning rugby, it's the tactics and things you grow to learn over time. And uh, if we can just input some of those little, little tweaks here and there, which gives you that little bit of an advantage, then, then that's going to help. I'm bringing a team here. You have played here, I gather. Um, I played here in a Shane Williams' testimonial game. My only Welsh appearance was in the old stadium, so I, I never got to play on you in a proper sort of international. So it's a brilliant sort of a backup anyway. On a personal note, we fit in to go full circle. I've played in the old stadium many years ago, so this will probably be the, the last and only opportunity to play on, on the main stadium. So really looking forward to it. So will you have any advice that you pass on to the players about what it's like out here? It's in a funny sort of way, I know there was a bigger crowd for the Shane Williams game, but in a funny sort of way, similar feel to the occasion maybe. It is a celebration. Yeah, it's definitely a celebration. It's, there's the supporters from six different clubs. A lot of those supporters will watch most of the games just to enjoy the day and the spectacle. One of the key things I'm going to say is just to enjoy every minute of it. The game will fly by. It's probably like a wedding day that everyone says it flies by and you look back and think, where did that go? And that's going to be a similar sort of situation, I think, for the boys involved on Sunday. In a plate, it'll be Brecon, where another former Wales back grower, Andy Powell, is back helping his hometown club up against Bonamine. Stuart Allen, head coach, Bonamine. How excited are you looking out on the pitch and thinking you'll be there this weekend? Yeah, it's incredible. It's what an achievement for us and for the club and for all the boys, you know, and uh, just looking around, it's such an iconic stadium. I just, uh, yeah, I can't wait to go out there now. We've taken a while to get here. This is, I think, it was the first time we've ever reached the final. So this is a you know big thing for us. I think since I've been involved, this is one of the biggest games that uh, the club has, uh, that has had, you know, in its history. You know. And describe this season. Yeah, it's been a good year. It's been a bit of a transitional period. Obviously, new coaches and yeah, it's been a good year. I think I was a bit disappointed in our, our league. I worked filtered out towards the end. We finished second in the league. We were in the final at Prince Valley Stadium. Our seconds have pretty much won both leagues in the final of the Air Cup. And we're on average 28 boys training, so uh, like I said, the boys yesterday, even though I'm quite disappointed in how our uh, league finished out, when I took a little bit of a step back and looked at it, I thought, you know, it's been a, been a pretty good season, you know, so, so yeah, very happy about that, you know. So the fact you've never been here before, yeah, 
that must mean an incredible amount because as I say Bonham Mines a well known club yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a big club and it's, it's churned out internationals and regional players and, and obviously lots of premiership players and stuff but for our group of boys it's a special thing we're all local lads all Bonham Mines boys which I think just makes it even more special a few of your former players coming out of the woodwork for it a bit obviously it was nice to have uh, Alan Wynn up there to uh, cast his eye on, on a session and picked his brains a little bit as well which is great but obviously we've got Rory Thornton as well who's our, our forwards coach who's given so much time and effort up for us this year and been real, a real good job you know so having a regional player and a, well international player as well has, has rubbed off well on our boys. Uh. So when he got injured presumably you were quite pleased right? Yeah, yeah on, a, on a selfish <laughs> point of view I was quite pleased we have a bit more time with him but uh, on a personal note, I know how much he's he's gunning for it, and how much uh, how much he loves his rugby, and how much he wants to kind of get back into form and, and push the other second row. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll get back into that. How much do you know about Brecon? To be honest, we know a great deal. We know that they're going well in their league. We don't really want to focus too much on them. I know it sounds a bit cliche, but I think we can only control what what we're going to bring to the party, you know. So, from my point of view, we just focus on our game, our game plan. We know they're going to be quite big, so. We're prepared for that, but just focus on us and focus on what we can do. Your head coach at Bonamine, how much yeah. do you focus on your opposite number in the in the Brecon camp? He's got quite a sort of yeah. colourful history. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> colourful history. And I, I really liked him as a player. I always give it everything he had on the pitch, you know, and I'm sure he'll, he'll do the same with, with Brecon. But, um, you know, we're not playing against Andy Powell, so he'll be uh, our boys against their boys. So that's, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. My name's Ewan Williams and I'm from Brecon RFC. How excited are Brecon about this one? It's, uh, it's been talk of the town since we won the semi-final, to be honest. It's a massive occasion. It's a real family affair. You know, it's, uh, everybody and their, and their nan and their dog hoping to get down here on Sunday. So I think we fill nine buses now. So it's, uh, it's hopefully going to be a bit of support. And uh, I know it's a big old place, but hopefully you'll hear a few uh, Brecon chants throughout the game, ideally. I mean, Brecon's a big rugby club, well-organised rugby club. How important is it to have a day like this, just in terms of boosting the profile? It's massive, to be honest, because, um, like you just touched on, then it's, it's got such a long history. Being one of the founding members of the WRU, for years now they've been dreaming of an event like this, just to, you know, really put Bracken on the map rugby-wise. I know a few of our past players have tried to do it, notably uh, Mr. Golf Buggy himself, Andy Powell. But um, it'd be nice to get Bracken on the map for the right reasons and uh, really give give the fans something to celebrate on Sunday. Well, it has produced quite a lot of players, him, Mark Jones, various others yeah, as well, but yeah. he's come back and he's got involved. How much of a difference has it made? He's really brought a new edge to us this year. Um, I always said when uh, there was talk of Andy coming initially, if he could bring a, you know, a small percent of what he's learnt over the years and been taught by you know, the likes of Gatland and so many others, that it could only benefit us as a club. And um, you know, he came last year, but the signs were there that something was building and this year everything's just fallen into place and um, it's been a great season, league and cup, but for it to culminate in a day like this, it's going to be an incredible event. Now we all know you mentioned the golf buggy side of it, <laughs> you know, the athletic prowess side of him. <laughs> yeah. So what has he brought? What side of him have you seen that maybe we haven't? I, I think what it is more than anything is um, his passion. Since he started with us, he's, he's really brought into the whole ethos of the club. I think having the family ties that he's got in Brecon has really brought out a new side to him that I don't think many people have seen before. He's so motivated by the success and us doing well. He just wants the best for the boys. I don't think it is about him. It really is him being able to look at his family club and really appreciate that something special is happening. You know, I think it means the world to him. Let's just hope we can finish it off in style.
a few more for all the players just to describe the season as I said it's been going pretty well and looking forward to next season as well yeah yeah absolutely and um, we've had we've had a terrific season uh, we only need two points from our last three games to cement the top spot we'd like to think that that's well within our grasp but like I said it's all uh, all eyes on Cardiff this weekend and uh, the league's gonna have to take a back step for uh, for Sunday and a few days afterwards as well I think hopefully we can uh, bring our A game and uh, really, really put on a bit of a show. So, what level do you go into then? We we would move up to the championship, championship. should we uh, should we win the league, and then also uh, we'd have a playoff against uh, Glamorgan Wanderers, which would be a, a home and away fixture. Who um, I'm led to believe are a very good side themselves. So uh, there's absolutely no guarantee of us doing the championship yet. So uh, we just need to concentrate on what's in front of us and um, hopefully get the wins when we need them. How much do you know about Bonamine? To be honest with you, not a great deal. Being down um, where we are, mid Wales, we hear a lot of uh, you know the Cardiff sides, the Gwent sides, but we never really um, get much um, information from the sides in the West. It's going to be a, um, a real eye opener to uh, we can we can tell you how they play, where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are. So um, it's going to be a case of first ten minutes trying to suss them out and um, hopefully you know adapting our game to uh, suit the way they play, trying to find a way to get the victory. Well, the cup finals a classic encounter Merthyr trying to repeat last season's double up against a rejuvenated Cardiff RFC. Yestin Williams uh, Cardiff RFC team manager. Now Cardiff of course have got this tremendous history but it's a it's a while since Cardiff have experienced what you're going through in the league and this. Yeah 2007 I think was the last time we were in the final and obviously 1996 last we won it so it's been a long time um, you know, and obviously boys looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, 2007, I'm guessing, probably doesn't get mentioned all that often, given the way it ended up. No, obviously disappointing that day, but, um, you know, we can a good side on, on that day. We lost, obviously, in the last few minutes of the game. Um, but, as I said, you no know, preparation's going well this week, and, um, you know, the boys are focused for Sunday. The league is probably gone now, so it's our probably last chance of the season to actually get some silverware. What's changed this season, though? Do we challenging the league until the last week or two and reaching this final and up against Merthyr? What's different? Uh, it's a bit of consist- consistency, really, in selection, I believe. And um, obviously, we've got a stronger squad ourselves. But, um, you know, past few years, we've probably used an average of 90-plus players. Uh, this year is much less, you know, and that results in better sort of uh, results on the field with, um, you know, the combinations of players staying together week in, week out. And obviously, changes in the coaching. What impacts that had? Yeah, I mean, Steve Law's been here for two years now. He's brought in a lot of sort of transparency within the club really plus also we've got TRT and Gethin Jenkins um, involved with their experience and so on and likes of Key Lane has been a you know, top of premiership player himself and um, all the experiences you know, that they pass on to the boys and um, sessions so far this year have been, been quality the boys have prepared you know, week, in, week out very well and uh, for Sunday now um, we've had the session last night, we've got another one Thursday and one on Saturday to top it up and um, by Sunday we'll be uh, ready, ready to go and in terms of Gethin, I mean, everyone knows him as being notoriously grumpy. What's he like, you know, starting out in his coaching career? Well, he's exactly the same. He's, he's a character, isn't he? He's, he's grumpy whenever he's happy. But uh, his experience is just, um, his sessions are quality, as I said. You know, his experience of um, being a top-end professional player, you know, probably the world, one of the world's best. And to have him involved in, in the coaching group is fantastic. And uh, his sort of detail in his coaching is probably something we, I don't see myself because of his experience. Um, he sees things that maybe we don't see. And then, you know, his delivery in his coaching is excellent as well. 
now, as you mentioned, Merthyr have got a big game against Ponty coming up in the league. They've maybe got other things in their mind. You can focus 100% on this. Does that give you a bit of an advantage? Yeah, I, th- I think this is our focus now. As, as I said, you know, I think the league is definitely gone. You know, I think we're 12 points behind Merthyr now in the league. It's our last chance probably to get a bit of silverware on, on Sunday. And it's been a long time. We've been a Cardiff boy. You know, I, I, to my, myself, I think it's important to get something back to Cardiff it's been a long time and uh, you know Sunday's a massive chance for us and uh, preparation's going well and then all goes well it'll be coming home to us Cardiff hierarchy Cardiff history has this achievement woken them up a little bit maybe? It's nice to actually just see because over the past couple of weeks um, over the season actually without success we're starting to get more sort of Cardiff um, supporters back supporting us and um, Cardiff team doing well we'll always uh, sort of gain support and uh, it's nice to see the support coming back to us Gavin Dacey, um, Merthyr, a backs and attack coach. So, of course, you're used to this. How much of a, an advantage does that give you? Um, I don't know if it is an advantage, to be honest. You know, it's every cup final is a different one. I was lucky enough as a player to kind of play in seven, and, you know, I lost three of them. Sometimes it gives you an advantage, but sometimes you're a little bit complacent if you think you've been uh, and you've done it all before. So, um, But we've got kind of a group of players who are motivated to, to come out there and win it, as is everyone else, you know, Cardiff guys in the cup in the plate and the bowl you know everyone comes here to win it no one comes here to take part so that'll hopefully see us through on Sunday yeah you touched on it there's recent experience in Merthyr as a club but of course there's a whole host of you who've got a massive amount of experience of this occasion as well yeah and you know that's something which you really do look back on with fond memories you know and a Ponty is a few of these guys you know Craig Lock, James Howe a few of those guys and we had some really good cup runs and a real good affinity with a cup and um, it is definitely something we look fondly on but this certainly this year is the toughest cup run I've probably been involved in. You know, we've had to be Dabrava and we've had to be Derbeville, we've had to be Pontypool, Pontypree, the real tough run to the final, you know, and the players have deserved the opportunity to go out there and, and vie for the Cup of Cardiff and, and again it's good to have kind of the two top teams in the league going for the Cup but also, you know, two of the teams are in the Blues region, that's something new to me as well. So I'm sure they'll add a little bit of spice to it on the weekend as well. Well, plenty of rivalry within the Blues region, but that's usually been with Pondipree, <laughs> yeah. hasn't it? So, to have Cardiff involved in it, does that change the dynamic in any way? Not really, to be honest. Um, it's kind of you know a lot of the players, you know a lot of the coaching staff, so we know both teams have got a lot of friends on the opposition. But like last year, we played Newport in the cup final, obviously, and sometimes the opposition um, are not irrelevant, but. Um, it's all about getting your own game right it's all about kind of controlling yourself on the day you know making sure that you get your own detail right and you know we've talked about it being a showcase for club rugby and and hopefully it will be that on Sunday we've got two teams which have got some real good attacking threats you know some young kids some academy kids some boys who really want to play Um, so hopefully they'll put a show on on Sunday Going for the double-double, do these things get easier as you're going on? No, not really, no, and and we genuinely haven't even mentioned the double-double in training, in games, anything, you know, that's not something we've talked about, it's always been on to the next game, really, we didn't talk about the cup final at all last week, we had three really tough league games and Cardiff are chasing us down hard, so this is the first week we've really talked about the cup final and um, we've got three tough league games after this and we won't talk about them until after the cup final's over either, so definitely does doesn't get any easier, I guess, hard if anything. I mean, you might not be talking about it. Lots of other people are looking <laughs> forward to that game against Pontypridd in the league as well. Yeah. So, the fact you've got those twin targets, it's not distracting you week from week. But surely the coaching team are just looking ahead a little bit, are you? Yeah, you know, it is about kind of managing the players, managing the group. 
you know, we've had some really tough conversations with players in regards to selection this weekend. There's a real you know, handful of toss of the coin guys to play, but our message to them is this is just one game in a series of four. You know, we have got another three league games and we've got to win, you know, at least two of them, one of them with a bonus point. We need nine points to win our league, so we've got big, big games ahead. So it's kind of not really much of a consolation to have to be missing out on a cup final, but in the grand scheme of things, the coach and staff are obviously trying to look towards those our next four games, our last four games, really. Yeah. And of course, Andy Powell was a big part in Merthyr's yeah. emergence. So to see him here on the day as well with uh, his hometown club, yeah. Brecon, that must be quite nice. Great, you know, Andy's a character. Anyone who's interviewed him, talked to him, had a beer with him, they'll know how much of a character he is. So, you know, we were really thrilled when we saw the, the semi final result and, and Brecon got through to our final because, again, we know a lot of those boys up in our club. We know how hard they work as a group of players, as a coach and staff. We know how hard the club work to kind of put them, those guys on the map. So, yeah, it's going to be really special to see him in the plate. And, and incidentally, you know, when I came here with Ponty kind of three, four years ago, the game before I was, was Merthyr um, played in the plate and, and won the plate. So it's kind of um, coming in full circle a little bit, yeah. So, plenty of interesting lines in those games. There should be some really good rugby on show too. It's the Wales World Cup training squad next week, but until then, from the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast, goodbye.